0: in association
1: with nerds through comics tiger tales mutants for hire hello everybody and welcome back to tiger tales a place where you'll find fan fiction written and read to you by me your host ty tiger Now today we are back with Mutants for Hire A story that takes place in my own version of the Marvel Universe Quickly before we dive into the story I do have to warn you about a voice casting change Benevolent Cardio is created and voiced by Goose but Ghost has had a step back away from the role. He has allowed me to continue using his character, and he will join eventually when his parasol life is a little more steady. Nothing bad, don't worry, just his life is a bit hectic right now, and he can't dedicate his attention to this. So a friend called Ethan has stepped in and took over. So now we've done with that, let's jump in with Mutants for Hire, Chapter 2, the rescue mission.
0: Would you please stop fidgeting? i'm trying to work here
1: gambit huffed he then tried to grab the rope with his tight hands hey watch it man that's me we are sharing the rope Ockler snapped
0: well if you worked with me here maybe
1: i could get us out gambit barked back fine oklas muttered then he leaned backwards pushing into gambit's back gambit then rolled his wrists, and that loosened the grip slightly he managed to grab hold of the rope and suddenly with a spark a small pink light, the rope started smoking and burnt enough for Gambit and Oculus to pull themselves free. They both stood up.
0: You should come with me and Rogue.
1: I have a new team of students. I could help you with your powers. Gambit told him. Don't start that again, ya. Yeah. Oculus, Oculus snapped. He then walked over to the table and picked up his Desert Eagle. The handgun and his army knife. Gambit picked up his bowstaff, which was collapsed down and his deck of cards. Suddenly the do- door swung open and the three soldiers walked in, all carrying rifles.
0: Disagree with me all you want. We need to get out of here and find Rogue. We
1: better off working together. Gambit told him as he shuffled his deck of cards and then pulled one from the deck. And we have to find the boys, but fine, just for now. Okla said, as he sheathed his knife quickly. He checked his ammunition and his pistol, and then darted as the soldiers started taking fire.
2: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is New York Radio News. I am your host, Felicity Hart. The time is 9am. Our breaking story of this morning. We have received information, ladies and gentlemen that the mayor's daughter is not the only young girl that is missing. When I say young girl, all these girls are under the age of 18. There have been at least 16 reportings of frantic parents not knowing where their daughters have gone. We're going to update you throughout the day when we receive more information. Stay safe out there, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Four hours earlier. Sabretooth leant against a tree. The moon was lit in the sky, watching over the massive factory. He could see several soldiers walking around outside, doing their hourly checks. Suddenly, Pyro came stumbling through the bushes.
0: We got a problem.
1: Pyro said. Uh, WHAT?! Sabretooth grunted without taking a break from his gaze.
0: You know how before we left, the boss said Mystique hasn't gotten in touch in a few days?
1: Pyro asked. Yeah, what of it?! Sabretooth replied.
0: Well, we kinda figured out where she is.
1: Pyro said nervously. Where then? Sabretooth grunted. Pyro walked up to Sabretooth and tapped him on the shoulder. Sabretooth looked at Pyro who pointed at the factory surrounded by the soldiers.
0: Great!
1: Savetooth grunted. Then a helicopter flew overhead, and flew over the warehouse. Then the two Brotherhood mutants watched as the helicopter landed a couple miles away from the warehouse.
0: Is that them?
1: Pyro asked. Savetooth nodded. A few miles away from the factory, the four mutants climbed out of the helicopter. They all made their way to the factory. As they approached the big red brick building, they came up to a tall, wired fence. Thunderstruck raised his hand to the fence, and a small jolt of electricity zapped him in the palm.
0: Ah, little fucker! Fence is electrified!
1: Told his team. Uh, Hang on. 1-Up said. He touched a tree and his skin suddenly became a uh, wood. He then walked up to the fence and grabbed hold of it, the electricity rushing through his hands and he winced in pain. I'm <sighs> okay. Hurry up. 1-Up snapped as he, the pain in his hands sort of intensified. Cardio and Oculus both touched the fence and nothing happened. 1-Up was absorbing the electricity using his body as a conductor and as the wood was an insulator, the electricity wasn't able to flow back into the fence. Oculus nodded and... Cardo winked at uh, uh, Oclos, knowing exactly what he was thinking. They both grabbed hold of the fence with their bare hands. Oclos's eyes turned red and Cardo's heart rate sped up, the black veins returning for his body. Then both boys pulled as hard as they could, tearing the fence apart. All three boys let go. One up skin returned to normal. The veins in Cardo's body disappeared and his heart rate slowed down. Oclos' eyes turned back to the hazel brown.
0: <laughs> Nicely going, gents.
1: Thunderstruck, mocked. Then, the four boys climbed through the torn open fence. They all dropped down to a crouched level to avoid detection. They walked up to a small door, and Cardo placed his ear to the door. His heart rate sped up again, and suddenly, Cardo could hear every single sound inside the factory. He closed his eyes and tried to focus on the noise. He took a deep breath, and then all he could hear was the heartbeat. Cardo then stood and faced his team. His veins disappeared.
0: There is at least...
1: 30, maybe 40. Cardo told them. Dad said we've got to be quick and quiet, but I think the last one might be an issue. close said.
0: <laughs> I'm okay with that.
1: Thunderstruck grinned. 1-Up just grabbed the hold of the door, and his skin turned into the same silver. He then used the strength to bust open the handle, and the door swung open. 1-Up's skin shifted back to normal. <laughs> After you, boys. 1-Up whispered. All four boys walked into the factory. They walked down a corridor and all stopped before they reached the corner. Oklos dropped down to the floor and took off his backpack. He unzipped it and pulled out two sickles. Small scythes usually used for farming. These two sickles were connected by the bottom of the handles by a long chain and were painted black. Oklos handled the two sickles to and cardio. Cheers! Cardo whispered. Oklos then pulled out a Desert Eagle handgun and an army knife. He then placed the bag behind... The door and sheathed his knife to his waist he clutched his gun and held it firm in two hands he nodded to his team and they advanced as they slowly and gently jogged down the corridor the double doors in front of them swung open and the two soldiers came walking through they saw the four boys and aimed their rifles cardo one up you'll move oculus barked cardo opened his arms and his heart rate increased increasing his speed he hopped over up close and ran forward he slid down on his knees sliding across the floor as the bullets flew overhead he then stopped he threw one of his sickles the chain rattling in the air the sickle flew past one of the soldiers then Cardo pulled the chain as hard as he could the sickle came flying back but this time the tip of the curved blade stabbed the soldier in the shoulder The man was pulled off his feet. His gun, slung across the floor, as his head hit the floor hard. One-up touched the concrete, hit the wall, his skin becoming the same concrete material. He then ran at the soldier, the bullets hitting his rock-like skin. One-up held his arms up, defending his face. He then ran directly into the soldier, knocking him flying back. He collided with the wall, leaving him unconscious. Carter removed the sickle from the wounded soldier and wiped the blood off the blade as his black veins disappeared and his heart rate slowed down one up looked down each side of the corridor
0: they will be in the basement
1: right thunderstruck asked pocket said uh, the girls are being
0: experimented on they need a lot of electricity and space
1: a basement is perfect for an operation carter explained the four boys made their way to the main floor of the factory. Conveyor belts filled the floor. Pipework hung overhead. The boys headed down the main floor when suddenly a figure leapt out of the shadows and a deep growling came from the figure as they landed in front of the four boys. Sabretooth, Oculus grunted. Gentlemen, Sabretooth replied. Get out of the way, Thunderstruck snapped.
0: Or I could give you another round of ass kicking. <laughs>
1: Cardo snickered, Sabertooth growled, then suddenly a flicker of pink came from the opposite corner, and Gambit walked out of the shadows holding a playing card which was glowing pink with kinetic energy.
0: Easy boys, Sabertooth originally was here for you, but his mission has
1: changed, Gambit told them. God damn it, you followed us. One-up snapped, Gambit shrugged with a slight grin. Wait, what do you mean his mission has changed? Oculus asked.
0: The word is, Mystique is here. They are trying to put her mutant gene in
1: other girls, Gambit explained. They are trying to make an army of shapeshifters? Cardo gasped. So, we are all in this then? Oculus asked with confusion. I'm only here to save Mystique. You boys, do what you want. Saved his growled.
0: Hey there, podcast listener. You enjoying what you're listening to? Well then, do I got it. Special treat for you. Storytime with cosplay dude 637. That's me. I'm your host. And I like to tell you stories. Stories that I personally enjoy. So, buckle up, get comfortable, because we're going on a wild ride. How about a little team up?
1: Flutterstock suggested. I ain't trusting the X-Men or the Brotherhood. Fuck that. One up, snapped.
0: We ain't here to get in the way of this mission this is pretty big you boys could use some help soon as they knew you're here they will have this place surrounded
1: gambit told them the four boys huddled up i say we take gambit's help and let Fangface face over there handle mystique saves us trying to handle her oculus told them fine
0: but we keep an eye on both of them Thunderstruck muttered and if either of them get in the way of the mission we take them out one up snapped actually there is four of them they are hiding in the
1: shadows Cardo said as he pointed to his ears, the boys noticed the black veins in his neck. The boys turned around and back to facing Gambit and Sabretooth. We know you have someone watching us. Both you, of you do. Cardo said. Suddenly, Pyro landed next to Sabretooth, and Rogue walked out of the shadows and stood next to Gambit. What up, losers? Pyro chuckled. Hey, boys. Rogue said, smiling at the at Oculus. Okay, look. Our mission is to save the girls, right? Especially the mayor's daughter. So Gambit and Rogue will take your help. There's a few girls, apparently, and we could have the help getting them all out of here. Especially out of the ground. Sabretooth and Pyro, you just handle getting game mystique out of here. We don't need any trouble, Otcus told the room, ignoring Rogue. Lead the way. Rogue said gently. Suddenly, a siren went off. Red lights started spinning and the soldiers started pouring in. Sabretooth pointed out a red door. That leads to the basement. Savetooth growled. One Up, get that door open. We've got these goons, Ocklow said. (sighs) Fine. One Up muttered. He then walked up to the door and placed his hands on it, his skin becoming the same red metal. He then noticed that the door was electronically locked and needed a specific data card to be swiped to unlock it. One Up grabbed one end of the door and pulled the hinges folding under the pressure. As one up was working on the door, the rest of the mutants for hire, the two X-Men members and the two Brotherhood members, were fighting the soldiers. Some of the soldiers wielded machetes, some had stun guns, pistols and stun batons. Sabretooth jumped onto a soldier and dug his claws into his throat, as Pyro ignited his flamethrowers, blasting soldiers with intense flames. Gambit took a few steps back as he started throwing kinetically energy-charged playing cards at... To some of the soldiers. Rogue kicked a man in the chest, knocking him off his feet. She then picked up his stumbaton and started hitting, hitting the other soldiers with it. Thunderstruck was hit with a stumbaton, striking his back hard, his skin glowing blue due to the impact and the kinetic energy building up in his body. He leant forward, allowing two soldiers to hit him more, his back starting to ache due to the impact. Then he released all the kinetic energy at once. A shockwave pulsed out of him, knocking the two soldiers sending them backwards oculus eyes turned blue and he blurred around the room then he stopped behind one soldier using his knife to slice the man's throat blood spurted everywhere the soldier dropped to the floor then his eyes turned red and he grabbed one of the soldiers by the bulletproof vest lifting the man in the air he then started throwing him into two more soldiers Carter's heart race right heart started racing and the black veins running up his body his brain went into overdrive turning off his pain receptors suddenly two soldiers hit cardo with stun guns the the taser end hitting Cardo's body but cardo felt nothing he then threw his sickles at one of the soldiers slicing his leg and the soldier dropping to the floor then he spun the sickle around by the chain the sickle blade uh, licking several soldiers blood started soaking through uniforms and bodies started dropping to the floor the grown men started crying out in pain One-up pulled the door and removed it finally off its hinges, and threw the door at some soldiers, the door colliding into the soldiers and crushing them underneath. Come on. One-up called out, as all eight of the mutants ran through the door and ran down into the basement. As they entered the basement, they met a huge room, filled with girls, all unconscious, tied to beds, heartbeat monsters. The monitors next to them, and tubes running into their arm with thick blue liquid being pumped into them. On the other side of the basement room laid Mystique. She had tubes in her arms, just like the girls, but these tubes were drawing blood from her.
0: Is it safe to just pull these out?
1: Funnestruck asked. There's a binding agent? It must have
0: Mystique's blood mixed into it. They are trying to mix DNA or something.
1: Cardo told them.
0: Uh Ah, fuck it
1: struck shrugged. The boys started uh, breaking the handcuffs and pulling the tubes out of their arms. The girls all started to wake up slowly. They all felt groggy. Some were panicking, and some were drugged too drugged up to speak. Gambit ran to the side and pressed a few buttons on a wall, and suddenly the wall collapsed, revealing a huge driveway, and a gentle cold breeze drafted its way into the room.
0: This leads outside. I can have the blackbird here in ten minutes.
1: Gambit told Oculus. Yeah, okay, those soldiers are going to be here any second. Get these girls out of here. 1UP can get Jessica back to the mayor, Oculus told them. 1UP found Jessica who was trying to stand up and stay stood, but the side effects of the drug were making it difficult.
2: Hey Jessica, my name is 1UP. I can take you back to your dad, okay?
1: 1UP told her. She stood slowly. 1UP touched the metal bar of the bed and his skin became shiny metal. He picked up Jessica and she wrapped her arms around his neck. Otklose walked up to 1up. Things are about to get messy. Keep going to the helicopter. Wait 10 minutes. No longer. Soon as that timer hits that mark, you get out of here. Do you hear me? And get that uh, girl back to the mayor and get us paid, Otklose told him. I got it. 1up nodded and then he started running down the long driveway and out of the factory. Otklose pulled Sabretooth and Gambit to one side. Get Mystique out of here. Leave Pyro to help us for a minute. Come back for him as soon as Mystique's out of the way. Gambit, get Rogue to lead these girls out of here. Get the Blackbird here. We need to give one up and Sabretooth and Rogue enough time to get things clear. Then we can blow up this whole uh, joint, Oculus told both of them. Sabretooth nodded with a growl and then walked up to Pyro. Stay here and give me cover, Sabretooth told Pyro.
0: I got you.
1: Pyro grinned. Gambit walked up to Rogue.
0: Get these girls out of here. Get them to the Blackbird. I'll be right behind you.
1: Gambit told her.
2: You better be right behind
1: me. Rogue demanded. Gambit and Rogue shared a kiss. Then Rogue started signaling for the young girls to follow her, and Rogue led the teen girls down the same driveway, some of them stumbling and some of them started finding their feet. Then... As 1-Up and Jessica left the building, the girls started to follow. As the girls fled, the door was barged open and several soldiers ran in, unleashing bullets upon the mutants. The remaining mutants flipped over metal beds and ducked behind them as Sabretooth grabbed Mystique and ran out as well. Gambit leaned over and threw several playing cards, hitting a few soldiers. Cardo's heart rate started racing and the Black Veins returned. He used his sudden strength to launch himself in the air, he then threw one of his sickles at the soldier, and the blade pierced uh, the man's chest not damaging his skin cardo then used his strength to pull the sickle back bringing the soldier up with him the man flew up in the air dropping his gun as the soldier came flying towards him he swung his foot kicking the soldier in the head and smacking him to the ground thunderstruck took a deep breath he then ran at full speed becoming a blur he collided with the wall and bounced off of it the v- then ran across the room and banks off the opposite wall gambit at oculus with a raised eyebrow He does this sometimes, you'll see, it's actually kind of cool," Oculus told him. They watched as Thunderstruck kept bouncing off the wall to another wall at high speed. The soldiers all tried to shoot at him, but kept missing. Thunderstruck then finally charged the trajectory and ran at the soldiers. He then stopped inches away from the first line of gunmen and released all the built-up kinetic energy in one wave, knocking back several soldiers. They flew backwards, falling to the ground, or smashing the walls. Pyro ran up to the door and hit his flame flamethrowers turning up the temperature, and started blasting the doors with his flames, wielding the door shut so that no more soldiers could get in. Gambit leapt o- over the fallen table he was using to hide behind. He then pulled out a small rod, which extended to then become his bowstaff staff, to fight two soldiers. Oculus' eyes turned red, and he picked up one of the beds and threw it at several soldiers, knocking them unconscious. The soldiers stood there... He was built bigger than the previous lot. He was built and packed. He threw his gun to the floor and pulled out a machete. Come on then, I can take you all on, the man screamed. The four mutants surrounded him whilst Pyro finished off the welding the door. Gambit threw two charged cards at the guy. He managed to dodge one, but the second one caught his ankle. The first card flew past him as he dodged. A thunderstruck ran in front of it, and the card hit him in the chest. Thunderstruck grunted due to the sudden pain, but he ran into the soldier at high speed, releasing the kinetic energy in his fist. The punch sent the soldier flying forward. Oclos' eyes turned red, and he punched the soldier at full swing, sending him flying backwards. Then Cardo threw his sickle, the blade catching the guy's leg. He then grabbed the chain and swung the man into the wall.
0: Shoot, that was entertaining, but a little unnecessary.
1: Gambit muttered. Pyro grouped up with the others. Okay, now we can blow this joint, Okla said. The five mutants ran for the open exit, Gambit throwing cards at the pipework as the pipes barrage a high whistle sound came from them. The boys noticed a few soldiers in the entranceway looking shot and confused as they looked at snow tracks that Sabretooth, 1-Up, and Rogue and the girls must have left. And Thunderstruck bolted towards them, and Cardo increased his heart rate, making his muscles move faster, running at full speed, getting to the soldiers at the same time as Thunderstruck.
0: That's the last one,
1: Gambit said. Okay, Pyro, light it up, up close commanded.
0: Sure, but first things first.
1: Pyro grinned, he grabbed up close by the collar and threw him back. Up close stumbled and rolled... Gambit stopped and went back a few steps to give him a hand. Oculus grabbed it, and and Gambit pulled him up to his feet.
0: Sorry, boys.
1: Pyro called out as he blasted them with fire. The pipes ignited the whole driveway, and the room just exploded. Pyro then ran as fast as he could, running past Thunshut and Cardo, who had beat up the last few guards. They both looked at Pyro running away, then looked at each other, then looked down the driveway, which was ablaze.
0: Um, where is Oculus and Gambit?
1: Thunderstruck asked in a slight panic. They must be inside! Cardo replied. Both of them started to move when a massive explosion erupted from the driveway tunnel, forcing Thunderstruck and Carter to jump back. Then the concrete started crumbling and falling, the entire tunnel caving in s- till there was nothing but a pile of rubble. The boss is not going to be happy! Carter muttered. Three hours later... Gambit and Oclose looked at each other, then to the door. As it swung open, two more guards entered. Oclose shot one, killing him instantly. Gambit blocked the machete attack from the second one, then he extended his bow staff. The instant extension hit the man in the jaw, knocking him back, his head hitting the wall, rendering him unconscious. The two of them ran down another corridor and turned left. Then they found the main room, and half of the room had caved in. Two soldiers stood there, watching one guy moving some rubble. Huh,
0: they must have survived.
1: Gambit whispered. Okay, let's do this, Auckland nodded. Then Gambit jumped off the ledge and landed. As he did, he slammed the bow staff on the floor, setting a shot wave of kinetic energy, knocking the two men uh, over. He then picked up a small piece of brick, charged it with kinetic energy, and threw it at w- uh, one of the two men as he started to climb to its feet. his eyes turned blue and he ran across the wall and down to the floor and up the pile of rubble he grabbed the guy rammed his knife into the man's back the man called out in pain and then dropped to the floor oklos's eyes returned to normal gambit walked up to him and they both peered through the small opening you think you could charge the big piece here oklos asked sure thing gambit said do it i can pull you out in time oklos told him Gambit nodded and placed his hand on the biggest chunk of rubble. It rippled with pink kinetic energy. Oclo's eyes turned blue once again, and he grabbed Gambit. He ran backwards. He held his hand around Gambit's neck to support it. The piece of rubble exploded, and Gambit and Oclo sheltered themselves as pieces of brick flew across the room. The small gap was now a triple in size. Gambit and Oclo started climbing through it and found the way out, falling into the snow. You did good, boys. Considering... Gambit said. Hey, thanks. I'll take that, slightly. From the guy who lost half his team and listened to a bold psychopath, Artclose muttered.
0: Easy now.
1: Gambit muttered as he climbed to his feet. Come on, the boys and Rogue must be worried, Artclose said as he started walking.
0: Wonder if Pyro got out, or do you think your boys took care of him?
1: Gambit pondered. Dad won't let us kill Pyro also, but if maybe hurt them a little... Oh, close told him.
0: Why won't he let you kill him?
2: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is New York Radio News and I am your host, Felicity Hart. The time is 6pm. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Happy breaking news. Jessica Benson has gone home to the mayor. She has been found. We do not know where. We do not know if anybody else has been found. We have just had a report in now to say that Mayor Benson is extremely happy that his daughter is home and safe. We do not know if she is harmed. We do not know what has happened to her. We do not know where she has been. And like I said, we do not know where the others are. So we need to keep our fingers crossed that everything is okay and that everybody else will be found. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, when things have been really tough, like they have been in the last 48 hours, I like to offer something a little different. A little weird, a little strange, maybe even a little happy. Now, as most of you know, Spider-Man has not been seen in this, this neck of the woods for approximately a year. But I have received a personal report sent straight to me today that there has been a Spider-Man-like person hanging around. Now, I don't know if that means he's swinging around, but he's definitely hanging around. And I will bring you more on that story the next time we get to do the weird and the wonderful. For the rest of your day, take care.
1: Mr. Pocket walked up to a building and placed his briefcase down, and opened it, then pulled out a small container of black slime. He turned the container and pressed the code into the small dial. Then the container opened, and suddenly the black sludge started moving up, and climbed out of the container, and spilled into the briefcase. It is time, Symbiote, Mr. Pocket whispered. Hello, Mr. Pocket. The symbiote hissed, its voice ringing in Mr. Pocket's head. Hello, old friend. I found you a new host, Mr. Pocket said to it.
0: Eddie died, and so did Parker.
1: Gargan is useless to us. The symbiote snapped. No, dear Clintar, a new host, I said. A brand new host, Mr. Pocket grinned. You know our kind, and yet you still help us? The symbiote said. Yes, I must take things and make it right. And through this window, your next host awaits, Mr. Pocket told the symbiote. The black goo slowly climbed across the window ledge, and Mr. Pocket leaned in to see a man wearing boxing gloves, punching a punching bag, showing off his great boxing skills. I like
0: the looks of this one. With this, we might be able to be whole again.
1: Once more, we might be able to be... Venom. The symbiote hissed with glee. And there we have it. We have chapter two. I hope you guys have enjoyed this chapter. Now, let's read off some of our casting. Of course, we have Gambit played by CosplayDude637. His lovely wife playing Rogue and his son playing pyro sabertooth was played by the red cornish ranger aka mark one up was created and played by jay thunderstruck was created and played by xx dark angel xx and benevolent cardio was created by goose and played by ethan ethan also played Venom as well. I of course created this story and I played Mr. Pocket, a couple of thugs and my character Ocklose And of course our beloved newscaster Felicity Hart was played by my mother and you can find her on TikTok as just saying quadruple seven Now if you enjoyed this chapter, please hit that subscribe button and like button and let me know what you guys think of course the story continues this will be a monthly drop but there is more marvel stories coming soon so do keep your ears out thank you all for watching and of course i shall see you guys next time